कंप्लीट वर्क्स ऑफ स्वामी विवेकानंद ट्वेंटी सेशन ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरि ओम श्री गणेशाय नमः डॉक्टर कृष्णमूर्ति शास्त्री दंबे पुनच दक्षिण कन्ड कर्नाटक इंडिया एड्रेस एट दि फाइनल सेशन ट्वेंटी सेवेन्थ सेप्टेबर एटीन नाइंटी थ्री दि पार्लिमेंट ऑफ रिलीजन्स हेज बिकम एन एकम्प्लीस्ड फैक्ट एंड दि merciful father has helped those who labored to bring it into existence and crowned with success their most unselfish labor my thanks to those noble souls whose large hearts and love of truth first dreamed this wonderful dream and then realized it my thanks to the shower of liberal sentiments that has overflowed this platform my thanks to his enlightened audience for their uniform kindness to me and for their appreciation of every thought that tends to smooth the friction of the religions a few jarring notes were heard from time to time in this harmony my special thanks to them for they have by their striking contrast made general harmony the sweeter much has been said of the common ground of religious unity i am not going just now to venture my own theory but if anyone here hopes that this unity will come by the triumph triumph of any one of the religions and the destruction of the others to him i say brother yours is an impossible hope do i wish that the christian would become hindu god forbid do i wish that hindu or buddhist would become christian god forbid the seed is put in the ground and earth and air and water are placed around it does the seed become the earth or the air or the water no it becomes a plant it develops after the law of its own growth assimilates the air the earth and the water converts them into plant substance and grows into a plant similar is the case with the religion the christian is not to become a hindu or a buddhist nor a hindu or a buddhist to become a christian but each must assimilate the spirit of the others and yet preserve his individuality and grow according to his own law of growth if the parliament of religions has shown anything to the world it is this it has proved to the world that holiness purity and charity are not the exclusive possessions of any church in the world and that every system has produced men and women of the most exalted character in the face of this evidence if anybody dreams of the exclusive survival of his own religion and the destruction of the others i pity him from the bottom of my heart and point out to him that upon the banner of every religion will soon be written in spite of resistance help and not fight assimilation and not destruction harmony and peace and not dissension so it is a very nice uh, ending of the chicago session next karma in its effect on character the word karma is derived from the sanskrit kr to do all actions is karma technically this word also means the effects of actions in connection with metaphysics it sometimes means the effects of which our past actions were the causes but in karma yoga we have simply to do with the word karma as meaning work the goal of mankind is knowledge 
that is the one ideal placed before us by the eastern philosophy pleasure is not the goal of man but knowledge pleasure and happiness come to an end it is a mistake to suppose that pleasure is the goal the cause of all the miseries we have in the world is that men foolishly think pleasure to be the ideal to strive for after a time man finds that it is not happiness but knowledge towards which he is going and that both pleasure and pain are great teachers and that he learns as much from evil as from good as pleasure and pain pass before his soul they have upon it different pictures and the result of these combined impressions is what is called man's character if you take the character of any man it really is but the aggregate of tendencies the sum total of the bent of his mind you will find that misery and happiness are equal factors in the formation of that character good and evil have an equal share in molding character and in some instances misery is a greater teacher than happiness in studying the great teacher great characters the world has produced i dare say in the vast majority of cases it would be found that it was misery that taught more than happiness it was poverty that taught more than the wealth it was uh, blows that brought out their inner fire more than praise now this knowledge again is inherent in man no knowledge comes from outside it is all inside what we say a man knows should in strict psychological language be what he discovers or unveils what a man learns is really what he discovers by taking the cover of his own soul which is a mine of infinite knowledge we say newton discovered gravitation was it sitting anywhere in a corner waiting for him it was in his own mind the time came and he found it out all knowledge that the world has ever received comes from the mind the infinite library of the universe is in your own mind the external world is simply the suggestion the occasion which sets you to study your own mind but the object of your study is always your own mind the falling of an apple gave the suggestion to newton and he studied his own mind he rearranged all the previous links of thought in his mind and discovered a new link among them which we call the law of gravitation it is not the apple nor in anything in the center of the earth it was not in the apple nor in anything in the center of the earth all knowledge before uh, therefore secular or spiritual is in the human mind in many cases it is not discovered but remains covered and when the covering is being slowly taken off we say we are learning and the advance of knowledge is made by the advance of this process of uncovering the man from whom this veil is being lifted is the more knowing man the man upon whom it lies thick is ignorant and the man from whom it has entirely gone is all knowing omniscient there have been omniscient men and i believe there will be yet and that there will be myriads of them in the cycles to come like fire like fire in a piece of flint flint knowledge exists in the mind suggestion is the friction which brings it out so with all our feelings and action our tears and our smiles our joys and our griefs our weeping and our laughter our curses and our blessings our praises and our blames every one of these we may find if we calmly study our own selves to have been brought out from within ourselves by so many blows 
the result is what we are all these blows taken together are called karma work action every mental and physical blow that is given to the soul by which as it were fire is struck from it and by which its own power and knowledge are discovered is karma this word being used in its widest sense thus we are all doing karma all the time i am talking to you that is karma you are listening that is karma we breathe that is karma we talk karma everything we do physical or mental is karma and it leaves its marks on us there are certain works which are as it were the aggregate the sum total of a large number of smaller works if we stand near the seashore and hear the waves dashing against the shingle we think it is such a great noise and yet we know that one wave is really composed of millions and millions of minute waves each one of these is making a noise and yet we do not catch it it is only when they become the big aggregate that we hear similarly every pulsation of the heart is work certain kinds of work we feel and they become tangible to us they are at the same time the aggregate of a number of small works if you really want to judge of the character of a man look not at his great performances every fool may become a hero at one time or another watch a man do his most common actions those are indeed the things which will tell you the real character of a great man great occasions rouse even the lowest human beings to some kind of greatness but he alone is the really great man whose character is great always the same wherever he be karma in its effect on character is the most tremendous power that man has to deal with man is as it were a center and is attracting all the powers of the universe towards himself and in this center is fusing them all and again sending them off in a big current such a center is the real man the almighty the omniscient and he draws the whole universe towards him good and bad misery and happiness all are running towards him and clinging clinging round him and out of them he fashions the mighty stream of tendency called character and throws it outwards as he has the power of drawing in anything so has he the power of throwing it out so let us continue this in the next session हरे राम ओं तत्सत्